Hey, all you beautiful and amazing hockey people out there in the hockey world. This is Jeff from Will the Puck. Uh, again, joining me today. How are you doing, Max? I'm doing thank, uh, great. Thank you very much. Even though I've stumbled over my words. I've had a long weekend, so if I'm a bit hoarse in the voice compared to <laughs> some other recordings, I apologize or off the bat. But it was my best, one of my best friends um, and previous co-host uh, on my show. It was his, um, it was his stag do. So shout out to Ali. Um, yeah. We, 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 got, we got into one this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely believe it. We'll probably get into that here in a little bit, especially since it's probably hockey or uh, team related. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, we just want to wish everybody a good morning, uh, good afternoon, good evening. And if you're listening to us before you go to sleep, hopefully one of our sexy voices will put you to sleep because I'm already uh, falling asleep listening to Max's. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, before we jump into the show, as usual, I uh, just want to give a loud shout out to uh, a few of our sponsors, uh, such as uh, Mike and Paul over in Bracknell, UK, with a uh, uh, Ford checking uh, clothing uh, company. Um, make sure you check them out if you're looking for any kind of off the ice uh, hockey swagger, such as hoodies, t shirts, hats, uh, uh, sweatpants. I believe you guys call them joggers over there, uh, Max. Yep, yep. I've got, I've got a pair on right now, actually. Super comfy. And uh, so make sure you check them out. Um, they also got a really uh, cool uh, aspect for uh, goalies to uh, be able to absorb the shock from their glove hand. Um, so make sure you check that out as well, too. You can find them at www.forcheck.co.uk. You can also find them on the uh, Facebook and also on uh, Instagram. Um, on Facebook, find them at Forcheck uh, Clothing. And then on uh, Instagram, make sure you check them out at forecheck underscore clothing. Great company, great couple of guys. They are hockey players, so they do understand the on ice feeling and the off ice feeling. The next company I want to give a loud shout out to is I know Max has been uh, getting back into the gym and uh, trying to get back into shape like all of us during the winter time. Uh, one, it's really hard to do, but it you can make it easier with my buddy's product. A uh, loud shout out to Mike out in Vegas. Or Mike, wow. I just woke up, folks, so I do apologize. Uh, I want to give a loud shout-out to my buddy Eric um, out in Vegas with uh, eFlow Nutrition. Um, I've been using this since 2013, um, and it's uh, work, folks. Um, anywhere from pre-workout, post-workout, in-between workout, um, before you uh, take your uh, BCAs, and also right after you uh, drink your pre-workout. It keeps you motivated throughout the whole entire workout. Um, so make sure you check that out as well as all of his other products, such as whey protein and a few other, uh, supplements that you can take along with pills, shakers. And if you're looking for that really cool gym swagger, he does have t-shirts, hats, and a few other items. So make sure you check out eFlow Nutrition at www.eflownutrition.com. You can also find them on all sources of social media. Just go to the search engines, type in eFlow Nutrition, and it'll be the first one that pops up. Also, when you go to check out, make sure you uh, use our promo code WTP2021. Um, it'll get you about a 10 to 20% discount on your orders, and you can use that as much as you want. Just make sure you use it. Um, and last but not least, our good friend Mike over at Hockey Art Clothing Company. Um, this weekend, uh, had a chance to get a really cool picture in his hockey jersey with a very... Uh, special uh, Olympian. Um, we'll get into that here in a little bit. But if you're looking for a really cool hockey jersey concept, uh, Sailor Jerry tattoo, um, old school pirate look, um, make sure you check out his products. He's got some really great t-shirts out there. He comes up with new products every week, um, new ideas. Um, he's a consistent 
he's consistently looking for new concepts. Um, but a really good guy, really great company. So check them out at www.hockeyartclothing.co.uk as well as on the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find them at Hockey Art Clothing Company on Facebook. You can find them on both Instagram and Twitter under the same uh, tag at Hockey Art Co. So make sure you check them out. Um, all three great companies, all of them are ran by really great people. Um, so on that note, um, again, how's it going, Max? Uh, you're saying that your buddy had a stag do. Um, are you sure? Yeah. The trip do um, <laughs> at the end of the night? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we, 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 we went hard. We went hard. I've realized now that I am not 25. I'm 33 <laughs> this year. And I can't go as hard as I, as I used to. Fuck me. <laughs> Uh, three days worth of full events. We had a, a, a nice meet and greet because he had uh, some guys coming from all over the UK uh, that he was at uni with and had previously worked with and whatever else. Um, so they, they obviously, I think there was like 20, I think it was like 20 to 25 of us uh, on this day with a couple of guys dropping in and out um, over the three day event. Um, hung out on the first night, just got to know everybody. Second day was a full day of events from axe throwing to watching the Panthers play against the Steelers in an absolute barnstorm of a game. Fuck me, it was good. Um, didn't Well, Panthers didn't come out on the, on the right side of it, but still it was it had everything. It had fights, it had goals, it had uh, adrenaline. It was, what, what, a, what, a, what a fun game to go to, even though it didn't come out our way. Um, and then a uh, big night on the Saturday night going, going harder than, than Friday. Um, for me, it was even longer because that was a, a 12 hour day for me, uh, <laughs> uh, almost, almost a 24 hour day, if I'm honest, actually. Yeah. Almost 20, because I start, I, I start work at one o'clock in the morning, UK time. And then we didn't, I didn't get back home until half past midnight. So yeah, almost a, almost a 24 hour day for me with a couple of hours thrown in there for, for recuperation, uh, in the afternoon. Um, uh, and then Sunday, um, I didn't do much. I laid in bed and tried to <laughs> tried to recuperate um so that's the and then got to watch the uh, the nottingham lions play a fantastic game against the top of the league top of their league uh team um the solway sharks and uh, and come out in overtime victors yeah i definitely caught the last end of that um i uh i woke up that day i didn't even realize the hurricanes were playing too or no was it the hurricanes it was, either yeah, the, yeah, it was the Hurricanes. Yeah, they played yeah. the early game yesterday. Didn't even realize they were playing, and I was just like, well, by the time I caught this uh, Lions game, it was like in the third period already. But, I mean, it looks like it, would, it, it was a good uh, first half of the game. So, Well, Lions went out to an early lead, three goals in the first five minutes, took them 3-0 uh, three up. They had a lead of seven to two at one point. And this is this is against the top of the league versus bottom of the league in uh, the third tier of English hockey. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I think that's the first, uh, I think they said on the commentary, that's the first time they've beaten the Solway Sharks ever, like in the history of the Lions. They've never beaten this team and they won in overtime. They probably should have won in regulation, having a 7-2 lead. And then I think the speed that the Lions were playing at just kind of took their toll, took its toll on them. They kind of took the foot off the gas a little bit and kind of, yeah, 
they, they yeah. let the Solway Sharks come back into it. Unfortunately, tied it up seven seven with less than a, less than a minute to go in the game. Took it to overtime, and an overtime breakaway sees uh, sees the Lions make a little bit of uh, a little bit of history for themselves, something they've never done before. And you know, one of the games that we're going to be talking about today, um, it, it you could have probably said the same thing that with the lead that they had. It, especially once they started pulling ahead, you, you figured that that was it, but no, it was. And if you don't know what game we're talking about, we'll get into that here in a little bit, folks. Um, so uh, just, uh, just a little bit of Olympic news. Um, we all know that Canada won the uh, uh, gold medal. Um, as I mentioned in the opening, um, one of the uh, gold medalists, there's a, uh, four members of, from the Canadian national team that played on uh, Clarkson University out of uh, Northern New York. Um, and one of them was actually at the game both Friday and Saturday, uh, along with a team uh, or member from the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, which the Canes were pent playing on Friday. And I, I really wish I wore my uh, Canes jersey on Friday. So when they announced uh, – I believe it's Jeff Dunn or um, Josh. No, Josh Dunn. Um, as soon as they announced him being uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, I would have stood up and just kind of like held up the jersey, like, "Yeah, we about to kick your ass, boy." Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Saturday night she was walking around, and it was towards the end of the third period. And I mean, beauty kind of like catches my eye i am old so you know every now and then it does catch it just right well not only did i catch a beautiful face i also caught a beautiful sight of a gold medal around her neck and i'm like looked at my buddy i'm like hey look let's go get a picture with her um he's like who's that i'm like uh, trust me let, let's just go get a picture with her this will be a great opportunity to not only get to meet an olympic uh, uh gold medalist but also be able to kind of do a little bit of uh marketing with a. Uh, uh, Mike's uh, hockey jersey. So kill two birds, one stone, and uh, got to meet uh, uh, Ellis Shelton of uh, Team Canada, former back-to-back uh, -back, uh, national champion uh, with uh, Clarkson University back in, uh, I believe, 2019 and 2020, back-to-back uh, -back champion. So uh, that was my weekend story. That was pretty good. It's just it, do, it does it does make me feel jealous like you get the chance to meet these people um and like it's just and, and you, you it's not even like you're going going to an event to meet them it's just like oh yeah they were just at a local hockey at a local hockey game walking around with a gold medal around their neck like shit yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah and then you can go up and say hi um, yeah. we 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 don't get that opportunity although i before before uh, the world stopped um canada was meant to come over and play uh, GB in a couple of warm-up games before um, before the uh, IIHF tournament that got postponed. Uh, so it would have been interesting to see who they brought over for that warm-up, those two warm-up games. Yeah. Because they were like, I want to say they were scheduled for like a week or maybe a week and a half before um, before the tournament was meant to start. So they would have had some big names there to get them, like, you know, get them game ready for uh, for the world so having that in our in my little hometown of nottingham compared to uh compared to some usa some usa cities would have been pretty cool yeah but i mean you guys get to say robin hood and <laughs> your forest and i mean 
to Americans, that's like some of the coolest things because we grew oh, up yeah. on those stories and you get to live right in Sherwood Forest and uh, shake hands with a uh, sheriff of Nottingham and every now and then gets me made Marion. But out of all honesty, <laughs> I guarantee you, I probably ran into uh, Friar Tuck a few times over there. I, I'm not even, that's probably who I ran into most of the nights when I was in uh, Nottingham. You, you'll, you'll find more Friar Tucks than you will made Marions, believe me. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, they're <laughs> definitely maids, but they ain't Marion. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> they'll slap you around a little bit more than Marion. <laughs> they'll pick you up and throw you down. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Proper night out in uh, Nottingham. Most definitely. All right. But, uh, well, what, what's what's first on the hockey agenda? What, what we got? What we got first? All right, so a couple of weeks ago, I did want to mention this on one of the shows. Um, I completely forgot um, my Apologies goes out to uh, the New York uh, Rangers uh, fan base and the family of uh, Emil uh, the Cat Francis. He passed away at the age of 95. Um, he was a New York Rangers uh, legend, a Hall of Famer. Um, passed away a couple weeks ago, um, I believe of old age. I didn't really dive too much into it, but he was a he was a huge part of the uh, Rangers. Uh, family and rangers history he also coached them for a little bit too so um again our condolences go out to him and his family the new york rangers family and the new york rangers fan base um the next uh one um that i want to jump into is have you taken a look at any of the uh standings right now um i caught i caught a glimpse um but i can pull it up if we're going to talk about it right now, we can. I can. Yeah, do that. we're just going to right. do the usual right. top three, and yeah. But uh, what I want to mention is the Pacific. That is kind of like bouncing back and forth between three teams. Like there is no concrete team in that uh, wild card position right now. Um, yeah, and LA's kind of gone on such a run that they're no longer in it anymore. Like I feel like a couple of episodes, like LA was in the mix for the wild card, and now they've. They've streaked their way up past Vegas, even. Yeah. So, right now in the wild card, you're looking at um, Edmonton, which is pushing the playoff spot along yep. with Dallas and Nashville in the two wild card spots. And I mean, those, I mean, Dallas and Edmonton are like neck and neck. Um, Dallas still has uh, one game less than Edmonton, but I mean, those two teams have been bouncing back and forth all this season with even trying to stay in contention for it. Now they're in contention for it. Um, that's, that's going to come down to like probably the last game. I will put my money on it that that'll come down to like the very last game that each one of them play and not too far behind. I mean, you have Vancouver and uh, Anaheim pushing. I mean, the Western yep. conference is not going to be set like it was in the past. Um, no, no, they're not at be, all. Like, go, go ahead. Oh, they're going to be battling up until like the very last game, and which is going to make it even more interesting because it will be the Wild West. Of oh yeah, um, so I'm, I've just got into the first. I, I paused the the game so um, because I didn't stay up uh, last night to watch the uh, to watch the game live. I'm I'm rewatching the um, New York Rangers versus the Vancouver Canucks. Um, I'm watching it on catch up. I don't know the score. So um, when this goes out, I'll, I will have watched it by then. So by all means, chirp in, in the comments uh, for what happens or doesn't happen or whatever. Um, but they brought up 
a they brought the table up on the on the screen and the Vancouver has and they mentioned that Vancouver has Edmonton in the very last game of the season. So it could come down to a final like if everything kind of goes as it's going, yeah. it could end up being Edmonton Vancouver on the last day of the regular season playing for a wildcard playoff spot. And like that's the sort of shit that you want going oh, yeah. into playoffs. Like the, oh that's awesome. And the only team in the West that really has any kind of concrete, I mean there's nobody that's going to catch up to him. I don't even, I mean, maybe, maybe if Colorado goes on a losing streak, which hasn't happened all that often this year, um, maybe the hurricanes can catch up to him after this past weekend. And um, the hurricanes are on a five game win streak. Um, Their last 10, we'll get into that later. So I have that later on in the notes, but I mean, they're at 78 points. Colorado's at 82. So, I mean, it is doable. But there's always the curse of the President's Cup. So, I'd rather let Colorado do it because every year they say it's their year. Maybe if they actually get the President's Cup, they won't make it that far out of the first round. Yeah. I'm not saying I mean, they won't, but. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's happened to Vancouver. Uh, we won it. Uh, we won the President's Trophy. And then we were out in the, I think, off, I want to say the first or second round. Yeah. Um, and then we didn't win it the next year and went all the way to the finals. Yeah. Against against Boston. And then I think we won the President's Trophy the year after. And then we're knocked out in the first round against uh, against LA. And that, so, and out of that loss came one of the most beautiful and epic pictures I feel <laughs> ever. Because, I mean, we all know Canadians are kind of, they aren't violent, but they can be. And they just had that one picture of, oh, man and woman in the middle of the street with flames coming back coming up in the background and all they were doing was making out and it was like <laughs> it was like destroy it, oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good uh word but it was kind of like out of any kind of darkness there is beauty it, it's yeah. like those montages. I, I i want to know if they met uh, in, in my head i want the story to be they met on that night uh, and that was their first kiss and they're still together now. <laughs> I, 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 want, I want that story. I want that fairy tale. I think that'd be fantastic. My story would be is uh, I'd walk up and be like, you a virgin? I'm a virgin. Yeah. yeah. But let's get this taken care of right now and just. <laughs> the world looks like it's en- Yeah, the world looks like it's ending in Vancouver right now. We need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you take a look at the top three in the East, you got Carolina, which uh, has about four point lead over uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, uh, seven-point lead over – or no, yeah, seven-point lead over New York Rangers in the Atlantic. You have the Florida Panthers, which are not too far behind um, Carolina as well as Tampa Bay. Um, Toronto's uh, slipped a couple of times uh, over the past week, but they've, they've had the, one of the most exciting games that I've ever seen a catch-up on. Um but uh, they're not too far behind uh, Tampa Bay as well as uh, Florida. And then in their wild card spot, they got Boston and uh, Washington. Um, right now, the way that things are looking, unless if one of those two teams goes on a massive shitting the bed kind of uh, losing streak, the wild card spots are kind of set with the two teams. Um, they're they're jockeying for uh, – uh, wild card one and wild card two right now because they're only a point behind each other um or a point separates them um 
but yeah. Boston yeah. does have two games at hand um, to make up. So who knows? Let's see where that leads. Um, in the West, we all know who's on top. We don't have to keep on repeating that because it's going to become repetitive. Um, behind uh, Colorado, you got St. Louis and uh, Minnesota. Um, and then in the Pacific, you got Calgary, LA, Vegas, and again for the uh, wild card spots. And they're going to be jockeying. I mean, I think like like we're saying the between Nashville and Vancouver, those teams will be jockeying till the very end. I think. So yeah, yeah. I hope it comes down to the last game of the season because then he gets then you do get some excitement just before playoffs because when it gets all set and done, like said and done, like seedings wise. And there's like 10 to 15 games, like it can be set and done. We've got 10 to 15 games to go in the season. Like, okay, you get to see some uh, some interesting players play, like, you know, a couple of the depth guys get some more opportunities and whatnot. You, um, but you want to see teams like have to battle to get oh. there. And that's that's where it's exciting. And um, these teams that are, going, that are on streaks and whatever um, at the top of the table, we, we saw it with uh, Tampa Bay. Um, when they got swept in the first round by Columbus, like if you yeah. don't face that toughness and that that adversity um, going into the playoffs, then you, you think you, you think you're untouchable, and then before you know it, you get rolled over by a team that you weren't even expecting. Um, because again, they've got nothing to lose. If they, if eighth if eighth seed loses to the um, loses to the first seed, nobody's nobody's no, everyone's like, yeah, cool, that was meant to happen. Oh, but yeah, it goes, it goes, if it goes, if it goes the other way, like oh, yeah, eight eight seeds got nothing, got nothing to lose. So um, be wary of them. And if they, if the way that it's going, that these teams are going to battle all the way into it, they're going to be in playoff mode before game one of the playoffs. So oh yeah, exactly. Um, now let's take a look at the opposite end. Like overall, the last place teams, um, it. I do want to say congratulations to Montreal because they finally got out of that bottom spot, but they're still down below. Um, and you're looking at in 27th, Philadelphia, 28th, New Jersey, uh, Buffalo in 29th. They seem to be sticking around in that bottom area. Seattle is above Montreal at 30. Montreal's 31st and Arizona's 32nd. Um, Arizona's going to be, I mean, they're just as done as their stadium is done uh, this season. Uh, no pun intended. Um, but we'll get into Montreal later because as much as I can't stand Montreal, especially growing up Rangers fan, Montreal has done some great things. We'll get into that later on in the show. Um, what do you think about the bottom uh, bottom teams, uh, Max? I'm, I'm surprised we've – well, personally, I'm surprised we haven't seen more uh, more movement of players. Like the trade deadline is not a million miles away; it's yeah. coming up. Um, like, I get, I get that all, all mo- yeah, I get most of the deals happen the week of that uh, of of the trade deadline, if not on the day itself. Yeah. Um, but like Montreal, what are you hanging on to guys for? Let's like you know, the time oh, is yeah. now. Move the contracts, move the players. You, you've you've done your coach. You've done the the backroom staff. Now it's like right, okay, build around Co Carfield and uh, and whatever else, and like look to bring some guys in. 
oh, uh, yeah. that can do, that, that can do a job or get yourself as many picks in rounds three, four, five as you can for the guys that you've got because, like, yeah, sell, sell now. <laughs> and it's, say, I'll be honest with you, same goes for Buffalo, um, uh, Arizona, wherever you might end up playing in a couple of years, like set yourself up for a bit of success. Um, going, you know, in in say I don't know three four years time because that's where you got that's where you got to be looking right now. It's rough, it's tough, but yeah. I think the hardest part right now is trying to find players that want to go to uh, Montreal or those teams right now because yeah, their contracts are coming up. Maybe you can get like a good little deal for them and just kind of like play the last half of the season and then kind of like get out there and look. Yeah. Part of the team, but I mean, it's it's almost like getting a little kid to clean their room that really doesn't want to clean their room, but you know they're going to do it anyway. So it's kind of like who who's yeah. going to sit there and bite the bullet and just be happy that they're getting to play hockey. Yeah, yeah, and I think you you almost want to play the AHL guys. If I'm honest, oh, yeah. like bring them up, let them let them let them play against uh, against these these kind of players and see what you've got because hey hey they might they might be fantastic ahl players but never go any further unless they get the opportunity and if correct i think buffalo did that either last year or the year before that if i'm correct they brought up a bunch of their uh junior players and just kind of said you know what have a go at it and mm. just say yeah see if you can see if you can hang yep so yeah there's only it what we see from what I what I see a lot from the coaching uh, Instagram accounts that I that I follow and stuff, um, where they're kind of developing like junior junior players, is that every level that you jump up, it, the the game just gets faster and faster and more intense and more skilled, because you're whittling down the pool of players. Like there's only so many contracts in the NHL. There's only so many contracts in the AHL. Yep. and so on and so on and so on and so on so as you get up them tiers you're um you're sorting out like kind of the best of the best every single time so yeah you're, you're only going to know what you've got in your ahl if you know if you can give them a shot in the nhl and see if they can hang with the big boys exactly um any uh any last thoughts about uh the standings uh, not so much the standings. Arizona Coyotes just, just I feel sorry for I feel sorry for every single one of your fans. Um, I feel sorry that apparently for the next three years you're going to be playing in a stadium that's the same. Well, I would say an arena. What what do you what would you call what would you call it? It's a high school. Um, no, it's it's a university. university. Oh, sorry, university going, yeah. yeah. So they're actually going in. So if you take maybe. Okay, so Motor Point Arena, cut that in half. Yeah. And just bring all the seeds kind of like crushed into Down. each other. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, that's, it's a 5,000 seat arena. Well, that's about, that's, about, that's about exactly the same as what Nottingham can hold, as my, my hometown arena can hold. It holds about yeah. five and a half to six. Um, but the seating is like angular and very ramped up. It looks like... Yeah. Uh, from the pictures I've seen, I don't know how it's going to end up looking in there uh, for the Coyotes, but yeah, geez, you're playing you're playing in a rink the same size as as UK hockey. Uh, if it if it if there's ever a game where it's not sold out, 
then the team just needs to be moved. I'm sorry, yeah. I've heard it. <clears throat> it sucks because they came. They they were originally the Winnipeg Jets. They moved them from Winnipeg down to Arizona. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and they that now it looks like they could they could potentially move again. Um, yeah, if if this was it, it's a it's a blemish on the league oh, as yeah. well. Like like how how long can Gary Bettman? kick this can down the road and be like yeah it's gonna work it's gonna work it's gonna work like buddy <laughs> like it's not it's, working it's funny i know <laughs> we usually do funnies at the end but we're talking about arizona right now so i mean that's a joke anytime you want to think about it but mm-hmm. uh he was he had a post up that said what what nhl city or what city in the u.s deserves uh an nhl team and i put arizona <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean as i mean it, it, the sarcasm and the satire are all in one one yeah. thing i mean they deserve yeah. a real hockey team um yeah. they just need to put the money into it uh so out of all the teams that we just talked about who is your bid on going to who, who do you think is going to get the cup Right now, if you had to choose out of all the teams or even the uh, two teams in the finals, let's let's go with that two the two teams that are going to make it to the finals. Um, two we teams in the finals. I mean, oh, it's it, it's tough because them, them top the top four in in both of the East, you can see them going on a run, getting through them teams. Um, I'd quite like to see Pittsburgh go on one, one final run to the finals, whether they win or lose is not, is, is, is not, um, not too much of a, uh, of a thing for me. Um, I mean, Colorado has got to get there. I'll be honest with you. And it's, it's hard to look past them. And we've said it about, um, people have said it about Tampa Bay the past couple of years as well. Like they're, they're that good. How can they not get to the finals? Um, so Colorado, you've got it. You, you've got to get there this year. Yep. Yeah. They've got, they've, they've got to do it. They've got to get to the finals this year. If not, then uh, what else can they do? <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. what, else, what else can they do? Um, I don't really see as, as tight as the Pacific is for places. I don't see anybody in the Pacific going deep. Um, yeah, regardless of LA's run that they've got on, uh, Vegas, Vegas needs to pull their socks up, and that's why I'm not picking them right now. Um, Minnesota could be exciting though, uh, but then I'll, I I look at the West and I'm like, oh, all these teams could be exciting in the finals. Like Minnesota, St. Louis back there, Colorado, um, LA doing a doing a fantastic thing. Vegas in another final, fantastic. McDavid getting you know if Edmonton stays as they are. Um, but then I, then I look at the East and I go, well, if they meet Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay or Florida or Washington Rangers, Pittsburgh or Carolina, like what what West team is going to beat one of those four that gets uh, one of those eight that gets to the final? Um, I could really see the East taking it. Um, and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. East yeah. Probably yeah. one of the best. Uh, I mean. St. Louis has is the only team that has brought it back out west in yep. the last what four Stanley Cup finals, four or five Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, something like that. Um, 
So for me, I want to see one of two things, either Rangers versus Knights. That'd be good. Or Canes versus Colorado. Those would be my two two picks. I mean, if it was Knights versus Rangers, it'd be kind of like one of those love, love, hate. I hate to this, I hate to see it, but I love to watch it kind of yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, I I mean those are possibilities. This is Vegas's last year from what they're saying that because they're on a rebuild. Yeah, so. they've got it. Yeah. Yeah, they went they went hard for the first like four years and let's see where they end up post. Yeah, uh, post post this season and playoffs. You know what? Looking at it though, Carolina versus Wild. That that too. I the Wild that have would, been that, sneaking sneaking. Yeah, up. that would that would be like Minnesota is now interesting to watch and interesting to to to, to know about. Uh, and the same with the and same with the Hurricanes. Like they've kind of uh, in the past two years, they've made themselves relevant as as much as Minnesota has. And to see those two teams of how fresh they are yeah. and how well how well they're playing um like and how well they've built over the couple of over the over the last couple of years like yeah to see that final that that would that would be exciting whereas if you would have asked me five years ago oh what do you think of you know carolina and minnesota i'll be like who and who yeah but now they're now they're actually relevant you're, you're taking notice of them exactly um but yeah the I, I I'm enjoying this conversation right now because the next conversation um, it it's one of those subjects that we really hate bringing up on this program and it's it involves yeah. politics. But in our defense, last week, um, folks, I just Max and I just want to remind you that this is all based off of our opinion, our fandom, and. Last week, we all know what's going on in the world and what started in, in the world. Um, and then they dragged – I'm going to use the word dragged, and I'm going to use it kindly because Ovi is the face of Russian hockey. Um, mm-hmm. He's also the face of – I mean, minus uh, McDavid and uh, Crosby. Crosby – I mean, Ovi has been the face of the NHL. Um, we all know his uh, situation. We're not going to dig into it, but him and as well as 36 other active Russian players in the NHL, which make up about 5.1% of the NHL probably have family and friends over there. And they're just going after Ovi. I feel bad for the guy um, just because it seems like he's answering for every single, every single Russian NHLer. Um in which he can't do. He can only answer for himself. And I, I, I feel after seeing his interview last week that they're putting all the pressure on him. Um, I mean, there we all know uh, the Panarin situation from last season, um, why he had to go back home, especially right before the playoffs for the Rangers. It was either before the playoffs or during the playoffs, but he did return. Um, and then watching the interview that he did, on a Twitter and the NHL network, just watching his facial expressions. Um, were you able to watch that, Max? Uh, no, unfortunately not. Uh, my 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 day's been uh, unfortunately filled with other stuff. I've I've it's it's in my eye. It's on the news. Um, 
but we don't get obviously because the NHL and everything else is over um, the other side of the world. We kind of to find information about what's going off with players, etc. Uh, you have to kind of seek that out yourself. And I've been unfortunately preoccupied with with other things, uh, a little a little bit cheerier than the, uh, yeah. the topic we're on. Yeah, um, and we're gonna just get through this as quick as we can, folks. Um, I, I did I did take a chance to watch it. I also took a chance to read a little bit. I also watched or read a little bit on the next person that we're talking about, uh, the Dominic Koshik. He came out and just basically blasted the NHL, blasted Ovi, blasted um, pretty much putting everybody in a whole uh, group alone saying, hey, look, you know, the NHL should really not pay these players. If they're real this and real that, they're just not even play right now. Um, that I don't feel is right as much as I do enjoy or I did enjoy growing up watching the dominator um, that right there I feel is uncalled for um, leave that leave, leave your views out of sports and Ovi said it best he's not a he's not a political person he's he's a hockey player um, yeah. we all know his ties back back in his homeland I'm not going to get into that um, but to Dominic and some of the other people that have probably that might agree with him, you know, I'll leave it out of it. Let them play. They're here to play. They aren't here to spread any kind of political views on anybody. Um, and they even have uh, the uh, Ukraine uh, league actually stopped playing completely um, um, due to the world uh, current events, as well as the uh, Joker in the uh, KHL out of a, uh, the team out of Finland actually pulled everything, um, pulled the plug on the KHL. Um, I'm sure that there's a few other players within the league that have also pulled the plug. Um, it didn't mention too much, but the playoffs for them are supposed to start on March 1st, which is tomorrow. Um, once this uh, podcast podcast gets downloaded. So, I mean, it's, it's made an impact. But again, we're going to touch it and then we're going to move on. Um, what are your uh, quick thoughts? Um, yeah, I'll, tr- I'll try and keep it short. I, I, I've quickly re- uh, read through some of the things that Dominic, uh, Dominic Hasek has said. And like the, uh, in, in parts of his tweet, <clears throat> excuse me, in parts of his tweets, uh, the NHL must immediately suspend uh, contracts for all Russian players. Like why? They're not, they're not involved in this. They're not political people. Um, we know that, uh, some of the players have uh, voiced their political views uh, and campaigned and whatever else, but they're not the ones that started this. They're not the ones that are continuing no. this. This is all politics and um, world leaders. This has nothing to do with sports. Like, regardless, like just the, the, there, was, there was just no need. I don't. I don't get Hasek's point of view. I don't get Hasek's kind of angle on this at all. I don't get what he was trying to achieve at all by by um saying what he said um and i mean because, to be as, yeah quite as he's been over the years and all of a sudden he just pops up over this yeah exactly um, like what what's what's your motive bud what the fuck like you know these guys these the, if 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 a russian player has stopped playing to go and to go and be involved in it then yeah sure that's a problem that's an issue or whatever else exactly um, or if the players were receiving um, 
questionable things from from government or whatever else or like being asked being asked yeah. to go over what then there's then there's a problem like nothing is being involved in the hockey world or any other sports yes okay ukraine's had to, ukraine has had to stop you can't keep doing that when people are unfortunately having to flee the country for for their own safety and stuff like that that, so, that so. runs that that runs down from from everything Joker leaving the KHL the, the Finnish the Finnish league wanted them to leave and come back to uh, come back to the, uh, the Finnish league years and years ago um, they were competitive in the KHL um, and it's a big step up for the team I get that um, but I think they would do I think they would do better in, in the in the Finnish league um, personally it'd be it'd be interesting the fallout after this because the KHL has a team in China they have teams over uh, the eastern part of over Eastern Europe as well. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see if those teams stay in that league, if those teams uh, uh, rejoin other leagues or start their own or whatever. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see that. And um, that, that I think that's something that, uh, that could be exciting uh, going forward, especially in the hockey, the hockey world. Um, nothing against the KHL, obviously, I believe the league, well, as far as we're aware, the league runs as a league and not through government or anything like that. So yeah. um, they, they shouldn't, the KHL shouldn't be penalised in any sort of way, in my, in my opinion, but they're going to be, the, the, the KHL is going to feel, feel the effects of this full bore if, if they get any more teams of the standard of Joker at leaving, and uh, I, leaving, leaving out the league. And I believe one more team, uh, the uh, Lafayette Club, uh, Dinamo Riga. <laughs> Have also left. Yeah, that, that that's not surprising. I would I would strongly expect um, if they have any. I can't I can't remember off the top of my head who's in that league, uh, but I'm sure that there might be a Polish team in there, um, along with some other uh, some other, some other Eastern European um, some Eastern European teams. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they go and where they where they play if they still play in the KHL or not. Yeah. So let let's move on from there. Um, Trying to get all the uh, bad ins- bad stuff out of the way first before we jump into a little bit of uh, fun stuff and uh, a little bit of more positive stuff. It's always to get get the ugly out of the way and then end it on high notes. So um, from us here, um, you can either agree to disagree uh, with me, Max, but we wish all the best for over there. I'm not going to choose any side. I'm just saying that. I just wish the best for the best and the safety for everybody over there. And that includes both sides. Yeah. And commendable for uh, the things that we're hearing. Well, the things that I'm hearing over here on the news that um, the brave people of, uh, of Ukraine are willing to stand like just, just normal civilians, no military training whatsoever are willing to stand and fight and take up arms if they need to. Um, uh, I know Nottingham has a lot of, ties to ukraine uh through uh people emigrating back and forth or whatever else and having family so like they've that's been coming up on the news and this this should never have led to conflict we know that um these things can be settled through words and discussion and 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 diplomacy and everything else the pen so is going to be mightier than the sword so yeah exactly it shouldn't it should never it should never come to this um like like you said hearts and uh, thoughts go out to uh, to those affected whether that's in the country themselves uh, or uh, friends friends and family living 
elsewhere uh, of people in in the affected areas and affected nations um yeah so let's bring it to your side of the pond um so i saw an article on uh ice hockey uk scottish um about abuse of the officials um i kind of read a little bit on the small article uh but not much was said have you heard anything on your side about that um so no, I, the I, only the, I'll be honest. The, the only abusive official. I'll tell you what. Send, send me the link real quick now. If, if you if you've got it, and I'll, I'll see if it I'll see if it rings a bell. Um, the only abusive official thing that I've noticed recently was in Coventry, um, where the match night announcer got a game misconduct uh, for for abusive official uh, due to something he may have said over the microphone and the music that he played. Um, uh, after after a contentious call, or after a uh, um, uh, or, or after uh, like during a breaking something, um, so yeah, I I, di- I didn't I didn't know that off ice members of a team could could get could get a game bank could get a <laughs> could get ejected from the game. Which I found, I found hilarious that a referee has not not so much has he should have the power to do that. That's fine. Yeah, cool. But I didn't know it was a thing, and that's fantastic. Like it got it got a it got a big chuckle for, out of me, if I'm honest. Um, so I don't I don't have the yeah. link, but I did send you a picture. It's off of a Facebook page, the Great Britain Ice Hockey. It just I mean it just says Ice Hockey UK English Association, uh, Scottish Ice Hockey, and Elite League stand together, and would like to make it clear it clear any abuse of officials players and staff will not be tolerated so i'm wondering if something was also said a couple weeks ago in that uh uh, lions game too because i mean that that turned into kind of a shit show towards the end yeah so if anybody uh, was not aware my first ever uh, (laughs) attempt uh uh, well i'd say i'll say a success fuck it i'm gonna back myself i enjoyed it uh my first ever live commentary uh gig for the uh, for the Nottingham Lions and forever, um, my my debut was a a game that all that, that took it right to the edge of uh, of a bench clearance. If I'm honest with you, it got very very um, very very hasty. Um, but I don't think any abuse. I I think this is um, leading towards that that article is leading towards the um, because the elite leagues involved. Um, I'll say it's leading towards the the Coventry Blaze uh, incident. Um, that I mentioned a sec. That I mentioned. That I mentioned a minute ago. Um, so, yeah, um, the uh, uh, the the game that happened between the Blackburn Hawks. If you listen on uh, commentary, I called them the Black Hawks through, through pure ignorance and nerves. Uh, too many times. Uh, yeah, there was there was three. Uh, the coach and two players. Um, Oh, sorry, no. The coach and three players for the Blackburn Hawks got ejected from that game after fighting unwilling combatants of the Nottingham Lions. Um, and uh, the Lions also had a, a person ejected from the game as well. Supplementary discipline from the league uh, came out and that the coach and two of the players that were ejected from the Hawks have a two-year ban. Um, the team and the players are appealing that and we'll see kind of like We'll see what if that appeal goes anywhere. If not, but but as of this point, they are officially banned from any level of ice hockey uh, for two years. Well, just um, uh, 
just recently. Yeah. Um, remember, I, I'm not sure if it was earlier in the season or earlier this year. I believe it was like earlier in the uh, season, uh, first half of 2021, um, where the Ukraine player kind of like did a certain uh, motion with his yep. hand against uh, Andre or uh, against uh, where is it? Uh, against uh, uh, Jalen uh, Schmerich and the uh, on the hockey club uh, Dombes. Well, Andre's actually been officially uh, kicked out for or suspended for a full year. And with the league canceling this year, I'm wondering if it's going to roll over into next season as well into the season after that. So that just uh, that was an update, um, especially with the abuse that you're just talking about of officials. Um, this was a different kind of abuse and a uh, gesture that should never be uh, done on the ice. No, that that uh, it keeps rearing it. It keeps rearing its uh, its ugly head. This sort of shit, and I get there's passion in the game. I get there's but, and I get that a lot of players probably don't think before they actually do something. Yeah, um, and that and that's where it kind of comes from. Um, but like this sort of stuff is obviously it, obviously in their in their head before they before they do it. Um, you know. Apple doesn't fall fall far from the tree and whatever else, and you're kind of influenced to do things as you as you think about the world, as you uh, as you experience the world. So yeah, just like fucking, just take take a second and think. Like we've we've never seen we've never seen an official overturn a call that he's made. We've never seen an official go back and say, oh no, we were wrong. You were right, player. Well done. So like arguing with them all you like, fucking doesn't doesn't. It's not going to do anything in the moment. They may go back and um, watch the video because I know that NHL player, NHL referees go back and you know they, they watch the game back. They get notes on the game from um, the, uh, the 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 powers that be and whatever else for the for the refs. Um, and yeah, they have they have split seconds to make a decision of whether that was a high stick, a trip, a dive, yeah, uh, goaltender, exactly. goaltender, goaltender interference, whatever else. If you don't agree with it. Then guess what? You had exactly the same amount of time, but a different point, but a different point of view on the ice. And they're they're the guys in the stripes. They're the guys that um, are paid to be officials on the ice. And yeah, you you're not going to agree on everything. Me and Jeff don't agree on everything, and we're not even fucking playing hockey right now. And so, one thing you never do is never ever pull a happy Gilmore and attempt <laughs> to go after a referee. Um, I'm not sure yeah. if you've seen the clips on social media. I mean, they're everywhere about that uh, USHL kid that I guess he got a call for something. He got pissed off at the ref and went like at, they were trying to kick him out and he went after the ref and literally chopped him. I mean, he cold caught yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. He caught, uh, he, caught him, he, caught, he caught him flush with a good one. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want yeah. a lifetime ban, folks, go for it. I mean, yeah. If you're gonna go out, do it right. I mean, just <laughs> yeah, throw, throw, throw it all against the wall and see if something sticks. Because guess what? I bet you the band sticks. I bet you it sticks hard. Because exactly. And th- and this goes from like NHL level all the way down uh, the junior system and into beer league and whatever else. Like we play this game because we fucking love it. We play oh, yeah. this game because it, because it's exciting, it's fast, and it's furious and. Oh, it just gets into your skin. Anybody listening will know. 
that whether you whether you watch for pleasure or you play for the love of it or whatever else like why do you why do you want to why would you want to wreck that why would you want to jeopardize that you get to play one of the most exciting sports in the world whether that be it's like a relationship i mean yeah first time you see it you fall in love with it and you just all all you want to do is be around it all the time and then it kind of like you do have those ups and downs and you go through those mixed emotions but at the same time you got your boys up uh slapping you on the back um hopefully they're just slapping you on the back at that point in time and (laughs) their hands and not their sticks or their fists and then it kind of like you have that bump your own and then you go right back up on that uphill swing um but as soon as you hit a ref or any official, there's definitely going to be divorce paperwork. Um, yeah, yeah, and and it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be nice. There's going to be tears and tantrums. Exactly. And and hey, you might think you're right for the first month, two months, three months. But guess what? You come to a year and not playing, you you your butt hurt. Like, oh, yeah. You, it, yeah. it sucks. And that and then you realize, oh shit, I've got another. Like maybe I've got another year of this of finding something else to do and maybe you lose the passion for the game and yeah. i don't want to see i don't want to see anybody do that there's not enough um, loot for that in the world exactly. not for us anyway i mean i i know i've chosen not to play the last couple of years because of one life and two life and then three well life um yeah but uh yeah it, it, it's hard i i do have a drive for it but i think what saves me which kind of like saves you when you're not playing is when you go to the when you go to the hockey rink when you're around around the atmosphere it, it's it's again it's like a marriage yep you hate to love it but you love to hate it at times because it's costly um so uh moving on from that uh this past weekend the uh nashville had their uh stadium series against uh the bolts but a few days <laughs> before that uh Peter uh, Pecorine uh, had his jersey hung to the rafters in uh, Nashville. Um, he played, or his uh, whole career was spent with Nashville. You don't find too many players like that anymore, especially goalies. Um, I mean, the last one was Lundqvist. He's been he, Lundqvist was with the Rangers from the time he assigned to the time he retired. Except, I mean, I, I'm not really going to count Washington. No, no, I was I was about to say exactly the same thing. Like you can't you can't count Washington. He never suited up for them. He never played for them. Yeah. He was never in, he was never in a never in a competitive game for them. I know he trained, he got back to training um before his um before his like kind of full announcement of like, yeah, I can't yeah. do this anymore. Um I knew I knew he was training with them, uh, or at least training with the goalie coach. Uh but yeah, you can't Lundquist was a one one team, uh, yeah. a one team a one team thing. Um Although one thing I've one thing I noticed uh, the the other night I, I again never thought about this. Um, speaking of Washington, is that Ovi has obviously never played for any other team. Yeah, uh, and the guys that he is chasing on the um, on the goals on the goal scoring streak, like Yaga had nine teams. Yeah, um, Gretzky uh, had uh, three, four, four. Gretzky, had Gretzky four. yeah, Gretzky had four. Uh, Gordy Howe had two, yep. and that's the only that's 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 the three guys that he's chasing down. Now, are um, you counting so, uh, his time also spent in the uh, I want to say the uh, WHL when it was the d- actual WHL, or are you talking about just when he was with the uh, 
uh, Hartford Whalers uh, after he came back from the WHL. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's just just in the NHL. Um, okay. So so when I'm not going to say if because it's going to happen. Like when Ovi breaks that record, the next person to do it has got to do it with just one team. In- because like that's that's kind of the, that's kind of the next that's kind of the next thing. I was speaking to my buddy. Uh, Biddy, who's also a co-host uh, with me on uh, Let's Talk Hockey, massive Washington Capitals fan. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Okay, so I'll, I'll quick, quickly say this right now. So my uh, original lineup of me, Ali, and Biddy, we had a Canucks fan, which is myself. We had a Pittsburgh fan with Ali, and then we had a Washington Capitals fan <laughs> with Biddy. I didn't set it up this way. But fuck me, it's brilliant. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, heated yeah. rivalries. Are, well, not really heated rivalries, but heated conversations. I, I Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially between uh, Capitals and Penguins fans. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, just quickly, that yeah, the next guy to try for that or, or that's going to potentially – that could potentially get close to that record if uh, – when OB sets it, has got to then do it with one team yeah. because it, that's, that's the next precedent of, like, right, okay. These guys did it over their career. Ovi did it with just one fucking team. Yeah, and right now, I mean, I know Crosby isn't anywhere close to that, but Crosby did score his 500s last week, and I think yes. 16 or 17 seasons. I mean, he's been with Pittsburgh since day one, so I mean, I don't think he's ever going to catch up to Ovi. He would have to. No, no, it'd have to be it'd have to be ridiculous, but. Yeah. People like uh, media guys and guys around the NHL have always said like Sid's more of a team guy anyway. Yeah, like that's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing against Ovi. He clearly plays. He clearly plays for the team and with and for his teammates and whatever else. Um, but the fact that he's taken a pay cut, like what fame, um, Crosby yeah. famously took a t- takes a pay cut. Um, he dishes the puck so so well. He makes space for people. Like he does. He does. The he does the full range of things. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and uh, wow, we kind of went off track uh, right there. Yeah, uh, we did. Sorry, my bad. Oh, I'll, call, I'll, I'll claim that one. My bad. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Trust me. With me becoming a substitute teacher here pretty soon, I'm probably gonna have to get used to like going off the train tracks every once in a while or the whole entire class. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Pika uh, established uh, 683 games, uh, 369 wins, 213 losses, 75 overtime uh, losses, as well as a 2.43 goals against average and a 0.917 save percentage. Um, I did send you a picture via Facebook Messenger um, on all the awards that he's won. Um, yeah. He's got himself a nice little uh trophy case uh see he had the uh young all-star game award um rookie of the month in february of 09 um all-star team in a let or second all-star team in 2011 um patrick wah uh award best goalie in 2013 uh via the hockey news um he attended the all-star game uh 15 16 18 19 Vesna Trophy and also first all-star team in 18. Um, fan Choice Award, uh, Goal of the Year uh, 2020, and then the King Clancy uh, Memorial Trophy in 2021. So, I mean, as a goalie, if you're a goalie and you win the Vesna, you know you kicked ass. I mean, it doesn't matter how good the team was 
if you can win the Vesna trophy as a goalie, then you know you've you've reached that ultimate goal other than lifting the Stanley Cup, which he never did. Yeah. And but he got but he got close, right? Like yeah. Uh, uh, I want to say yeah. It was the Penguins versus Nashville in 2017. The only reason I remember yeah. that is because that's when I was getting ready to get out of the uh, military and I was staying at my buddy's place and him and his wife were in the next room and I'm watching the game and like, cause I'm still in England at this time. And it's like, I, I, God. So it's probably about one thirty in the morning, two o'clock. And I'm sitting there just yelling at the uh, uh, screen. I, I'm wanting to yell out of the screen and I'm just kind of like, <laughs> kind of like holding my breath. So, yeah. Yeah. I was like, He's, he's, he's had runs in the playoffs. He's pretty much, he's, like you said, he's done it all apart from, from lifting the cup, but that's no blemish on his record at all. Um, like, he's, he's already had his jersey retired by the, by the team. That's the highest um, kind of recognition you can get from a, uh, from a team. Uh, so, for, forever immortalized for the, uh, for the time he spent with, uh, well, his, his career, that he spent with the uh, with the uh, Nashville Predators, and uh, I want to say possibly the, the best Finnish goalie that we've seen in a you know in generations. So yeah, step up, step up, next guy. <clears throat> yep. See if you can see, see if you see if you can match or do better than that. Uh, and good luck. <laughs> good luck with generation it. goalies don't seem to stick around on one team. Yeah, entire career. So. Um, that's that's an impressive uh, uh, feat for him. Um, the next one is uh, again they did have the stadium series this weekend. I know I wasn't able to catch it. You're saying you're able to catch, weren't able to catch it either. Um, I just caught the highlights, and I'm sorry Nashville, but Atlanta won. I mean Atlanta. Wow. Um, I wanted to say Atlanta Thrashers. I don't know why. But uh, Tampa Bay won the jersey on this one again. Um, yeah. And their helmets, I mean, just on one side, it had the actual logo with a bolt, and then the other side, it just had bolts. I mean, just step your game up, Nashville. Um, Plus, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm not a fan of – and we said, I said this off air before we started recording. I'm not a fan of um, uh, team – nicknames on the on the jerseys so like canes and sends and um and like smashville which <laughs> i get i get it's their nickname and i get it's what they do and it's i, I love the playoffs and that when they're in it and they bring yeah. out they were play, they were playing the jets and they brought a plane out and everyone gets to swing a sledgehammer at it that shit's awesome fucking love it don't put it on a jersey <laughs> i just don't like they they had the winner classic and they had that old school predator uh, head like fuck that was nice and then they go out with oh we're just gonna have a yellow a yellow band with the words smashville and a uh a plectrum on the uh, over over the top of that oh yeah cool great yep. and then the and then the bolts come out with this wicked design of uh the jagged blue on the bottom uh the bolts uh name which it looks good i, I can't i can't deny it. it looks great and then they have the lightning on the uh on the on the end of the letters as well yeah. Um, and just just a just a clean, crisp look from the bolts, and uh, not to say that the the color scheme for the uh, Nashville Predators was bad at all, 
but just like yeah just don't, don't put smashville on it they even had that text was it was it another stadium series where they had the text written on it um it was either that or oh. winter classic one of the two no i'm getting it wrong because people people have for concepts have moved that head logo that was on the shoulder oh, to yeah. the mid to the middle of the jersey. That's what I'm getting confused with. They had Nashville in script writing on the on the on the on the chest logo and then the head on the on the shoulder. Again, another missed opportunity of like that head on the middle yep. would look fantastic. And then like a, a scripted N on the shoulders or something would have looked wicked. Um mm. but yeah, yeah, lightning, you smashed it out of the park again. I'm gonna have to raid my bank account for some more funds to try and find another jer- that's another jersey i'm gonna add to the list of the want list um the want list is a lot longer than the collected list right now <laughs> so quickly talking about jerseys um if you guys are a jersey collector other than just nhl i know uk has come out uh the national men's team has come out with their jerseys um they're at they're actually i, I like them um they got a lot of uh good touches to them um they're for the uh iihf uh world worlds this year and i believe pretty much uh all all the uh, leagues uh or all the divisions in uh the uk use the same jersey pretty much um that the uh, top tier does but i mean i like the touches they did to them um i'm i'm kind of interested in uh those as much as i love being from the u.s the canadians smashed it out of the park for their uh olympic jerseys slovakia smashed it out of the park um uh who else uh czech uh czechoslovakia smashed it out of the park on their jerseys i mean fin- finland looked fantastic oh, yeah. i love i love that um uh, the brazen lion on the front yep. uh, the, I'll, I'll be honest the white looks better than the blue um but the, there was one that they had a few years ago, and I think Sweden kind of copied them as well, or vice versa, where they kind of had the flag stripe, so they had a, sh- a stripe yeah. over the shoulder and the flag on the front. That looked wicked, but um, I, I like the new the new um, GB one. I love the fact we've got that um, uh, the, fla- the flag inside the lion yeah. uh, on, the lo- on the logo on the front. Um, it's quite a clean look, all things considered, with just the, the red and white stripe going across the middle and across the arms. Uh, although, although I really did like the uh, the hashings uh, or like the the striping that they had on the sleeves for the last uh, IIHF tournament, uh, those those looked brilliant because all the teams kind of copy the same sort of style yes. of jersey. So Germany had their colours in the same sort of thing. USA had their colours. Canada, uh, and they were kind of like there, there was some, there was some smart jerseys they were, but nothing can't take anything away from this this year's. It looks it looks clean. It looks fresh. It looks good. And, yeah, not, uh, not, nothing too overly complicated about it. I know we've already uh, chatted offline. Uh, if you find one, let me know. I've um, done some search. I've, I've done some search, and I've, I've done, you can you can buy these online. They will ship um, around the world, as far as I'm aware. So you just go to the U, uh, uh, GB Ice Hockey UK, and there is a you can have your own custom name and number on. If you just want a blank jersey, that's obviously going to be a little bit cheaper for you guys um and all the the money for this helps the team out um and helps a helps a less a, a lesser hockey nation uh compete at this sort of level um so and obviously helps development as well um yeah for you jeff i've, I've been looking i've been looking around facebook nothing's there just as yet but if you just kind of hold off just oh, a yeah, little yeah. bit and wait 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 till the uh 
the warm-up games happen against, uh, I want to say, Norway or Latvia. I yeah. think it's Norway. I think it's Norway they warm up against. Um, I think we covered it on the last show that I did. Um, yeah, so when, when, they, when that comes around, a lot of people will be like, oh, I need some money for tickets, so I'll sell this old GB jersey that I've got. And they'll come up on Facebook and whatever else, and we'll see if we can, we can get you a nice GB shirt. And just another quick shout out to uh, the uh, GB uh, women's national team over in the UK. I had uh, both uh, uh, Sephron and Alan on my show uh, last season. They made the team long, and I just want to congratulate them along with all their other teammates. Uh, the roster is out there. So from here, I want the puck uh, to Saffron and Alan. Um, congratulations. Uh, best of luck from us here on the show. Uh, but to finish off the the Smashville uh, series, wow, we're we're like going like like <laughs> yeah. every time we start going straight on the train tracks, there's like a diversion. Um, uh, Tampa definitely did uh, turn Smashville into a uh, Crashville. Took the, uh, the Stadium Series two to one as well as the. There's a nice little tilt on the ice. Um, so I, I really hope I can find something where I can watch that game soon, just cause I want to, I want to see those jerseys in action. So, oh yeah. um, one quick little note, Marshawn is returning to the, uh, Boston Bruins, but he held back on the 24th because of a uh, birth of his, uh, daughter. Um, he's another player you love to hate, but you hate to love. He's, he's very skilled. He's really great off the ice as a person. So best of luck to him and the new uh, baby and his wife. Um, the one team that's really shaking up the NHL is Montreal. Um, ever since they made all the moves. Um, since they brought St. Louis in and made all the little moves that they have, both up in the office as well as on the ice, they've gone 5-5-0 five, five and oh, um, to include a shutout in an impressive win, 5-2, to two, where they basically manhandled Toronto. Yeah, the ever since ever since St. Louis come in, uh, St. Louis has come in to um, to that coaching role. Uh, it's good to see that he's there, not as a, not as a, uh, not as a placeholder. He's he's doing all that he can to try and be uh, an NHL coach, and um, like he just kind of fits the bill for Montreal for some reason. Like yeah. he's 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 French Canadian, speaks French. That's what they that's what they love. Um, I think that when they were looking for a new coach at, at some point this season, they were like, we're only really talking to French Canadian or French uh, speaking coaches. They've got that guy now. And he's, yes, he's played in, yes, he, he's played in the league, but as a coach, he's got fresh ideas. Now we've seen players try to be coaches. Um, uh, a lot of coaches are successful. A lot of players are successful as coaches. We, we can see that throughout the NHL. Um, some of them it doesn't work out for, but I really hope that this works out for, for Montreal and they've got their guy for some long-term, um, for some long-term and then also success as well. I think he'd be fantastic at bringing through junior talent that they're, they're obviously, they're obviously going to pick up and have to develop. So I think that's going to be fantastic. I, it wouldn't surprise me if he goes and checks out the AHL for a little bit. Um, uh, to kind of get some 
you know, I think I think we could hear some stories of him like, oh, just he goes down to the a goes uh, they take St. Louis down to the AHL level to see the players and whatever else and kind of see the system and whatever. Um, just so to get to get him as much experience as possible uh with these with these players and get him as familiar as possible with the guys in the system. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. I, I I love I love it. I loved it. I love St. Louis player. Um thought it was fantastic. I thought he was a fantastic guy, uh fantastic player. And yeah, I think it's gonna do it's gonna do wonders. And it's good that he hasn't just gone on this like crazy winning streak. Um yeah. keep going. Yeah, go. running some good players too. I mean, it seems like uh St. Louis has a little fire underneath Caulfield's ass, but I mean uh Caulfield has been a stud ever since he, they brought him up last year i think it was just the coaching system and the playing style that wasn't working with him and st louis came in and just kind of like took him under his wing maybe st louis sees a little bit of himself in caulfield and yeah. is able to kind of like mold him and right now because of the way that um the much that montreal went into a losing streak as bad as they have all they are is sponges right now and they just want to be able to absorb everything that they can take and if you have the right coach in there they're going to absorb every little thing because they're looking for that new uh style um they brought in the hamburglar that has been all over the league over the last couple of years hasn't really had a star in the last four he comes in and gets a shootout win against new york islanders um and then you get have montebo that had his first shutout against uh buffalo i mean i'm not saying that they're going to win the stanley cup this year but i mean they're on the right path um yeah it's it's the light it's the lights along the tunnel before you get to the end of it it's yeah. going to be a long road it's going to be a long road but this it's it's bright at the end of that tunnel and it's 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 nice to see a team clear out reset refocus and re-go uh, a couple of things that i heard that saint louis i think he had i'm sure he had a press conference um one or two games in um and kind of his responses in there were like, I'm just letting the guys play. I wasn't a big systems guy myself. I, I, I want them to make reads. I want them to see the ice. I want them to uh, play, play with, uh, play with freedom and not be tied down to like, right. I, when I get, when I get to the hash marks, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to do less of that, more playing off instinct and more playing off of uh, um, like know, knowing your teammates and knowing where they're going to be rather than, um, rather than being regimented, which I think is great. I think that's the way that hockey should be played, if I'm honest. And uh, just speaking of another team, uh, I just looked at the time right now, so we're going to breeze right through the last part, uh, everyone. I do apologize if it seems like we're uh, uh, throwing more coal in the engine to make it go a little bit faster. Hopefully we'll stay on the right tracks this time instead of kind of like uh, <laughs> flopping from one side to the other. But your Canucks are doing absolutely amazing right now. Um, and oh, those, you jerseys, said those flashback jerseys, I just – I swear to God, yeah. I saw them and I wanted to see Trevor Linden, Pavel Bure, and Kirk McLean just come out on the ice. I mean, you watch them flying around in those uh, – flying uh, in the skate uh, jerseys. Just absolutely amazing. It, it brought back a lot of memories for me. I'm old folks, so I do remember when Burry was a rookie. Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> and just, I mean, Demko looked exactly like McLean. Yeah. 
Um, he even he even he even made a couple of saves like him too. Oh, apparently, yeah. I was yeah. I was listening to I was I've I've seen some of the highlights and I've watched uh, I listened to it because uh, I was able to whilst I was working um, because of my silly work schedule at the time I work. Um, so yeah, I got I got fired up for that game. Well, wow, so so fired up, um, and also to go with those jerseys, they also had uh, a warm up jersey for the for. A, Black History Month as yep. well, which, yep. which looked which looked gorgeous. Like, oh, full full blackout jersey with some, um, so a little a little splash of color done by uh, a local uh, a local artist of the community and stuff. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah. Not only that, but they they wore them against the Red Hot Flames that were going oh yeah ten and O going into that game and they destroyed them. I mean. Not only destroyed them, but they made the flames look like it was like they dumped a dumped a bucket of water, doused the flames in the first period, and just kept on going. It was like well, they buying piss all over the bench to make sure that <laughs> didn't uh, re- reignite. Well, it was it was Dem- it was Demko, step, you know, kind of quench- quenching the fire straight off. They they held them out nil nil in the f- uh, in the first period. Um, I. Once I realized they were playing the game, uh, playing against the, the Flames, I was like, eh, if I miss if I miss the game, it's fine. The, the Flames are just going to absolutely. I feel I felt going into it, the Flames going to roll all over us. Um, so then, when I flicked on for the second period, um, when I was out doing my deliveries uh, in my van, like it was on full blast, loving it. Like didn't didn't really expect anything else to happen. Um, if you listen to the radio broadcast, Michael Bublé was in the building too, and what a soul he is. Um, this loves Vancouver hockey, and yep. then we, we were we were treated to two goals from Pettersson, uh, two goals from Horvat, um, two goals from Miller, uh, and uh, oh, who was the other one? Garland with the third, with the seventh. Yeah, um, it was just it, it was yeah, such an amazing game. A, a a clinic, an absolute clinic, and it just came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, fuck, like. Talk about get turned up for a game. Uh, <laughs> I, I was sh- I was shouting in the car. We want ten, um, but I think I, I think after the six, they were like, yeah, if we score any more, it's just too like, fucking go out there and embarrass them. Fucking embarrass them. Run it up. Like, when are you gonna get a chance to do this? Like, just fucking run it up. Fuck, so the, fuck next... the gen- Yeah, fuck the gentleman stuff. Like, just run them up. So the next game. <laughs> Funny that you mentioned ten. If you haven't seen the highlights of the Detroit Red Wings and Toronto Maple Leafs game, I mean, I I know we have the Toronto Argonauts as uh, their uh, Canadian football team, and I know we have the Detroit Lions, which isn't much of a football team, but, I mean, there there's a Detroit Lions team. I'm not sure if the Red Wings showed up to that game or the Lions showed up to that game or if the Argonauts showed up or if it was the Maple Leafs because it was a 10-7 to 7 score. I mean well, – they were just kicking. They were just kicking field goals and scoring touchdowns. <laughs> Fuck it. I I love old school shootouts. Like when I first brought my parents into watching hockey after uh, so many years of me playing it. Like constant score lines in uh, the elite league were like twelve to two, ten to ten to four. Uh, yeah. seven seven goals plus some nights. Like fuck, it, it was ex- it was it's exciting. It's great. You the two times you stand up in a hockey game. Fight breaks out and a goal is scored. Like fuck yeah, yeah. Get sore, get sore legs from standing up too much at a hockey game. That's not a bad thing at all. 
I mean, I, I'm not sure if it was Detroit or if it was Toronto that pulled their goalie twice. It was like they pulled him the first time, and then I believe it was Nedeljkovic getting pulled, and then Grice going in, and then Grice getting pulled to put Nedeljkovic back in, if I am correct. Um, and then Mitch Marner had a, a four-goal night, first first time ever. Um, yeah. But the one uh, – one goal that you have to watch if you haven't seen the highlights yet is the very last goal. Actually, no, there's okay. two goals. Okay. One of them was by, uh, I believe, Lucas Raymond on Detroit. Yeah. And it just squeezed past. I believe it was Mrazic in the net at the time. Just squeezed uh-huh. past an impossible at an impossible angle, mm-hmm. impossible spot to get in, rings around the net and flies back out. Just absolutely phenomenal. And then the last goal for uh, Toronto, um, the, uh, the Detroit players got got the Maple Leaf guy wrapped up, and he just drops it at the last second. Nadunkovich is already out of position, and before you know it, a wide open net right in front of front of a, the Toronto Maple Leafs player. I mean, it was so sick, and just that was the very last goal of the game, and I'm. I, I kind of wish I watched that game, but I was actually at a more important ga- game beating gold medalists. So, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm going to have to just after, after hearing you there, I've got it's on my watch list on YouTube to go and uh, uh, to, to go and get it. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm on it. I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to be watching it. So, just one last uh, sad note. Actually, I don't want to say sad. It's a uh, up and coming, uh, uh, all of our thoughts and uh, uh, prayers or whatever uh, you go with, um, go out to uh, the one to the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, first round draft pick um, or first first round 15 pick uh, from 2020 uh, uh, Rodin or Rodin uh, and Morum. I'm, I'm guarantee I'm probably butchering his name, but he just recently got diagnosed with a brain tumor. Um, I was reading an article where he said he was on the up and up. Um, he's just doing what he can to get back to playing hockey. Um, not o- I'm sure not only the Leafs are behind you, but I'm sure the whole entire NHL is behind him. Um, so best of luck to him. I don't want to get too in- into it because, again, I'm looking at the time and uh, they're having to be going to work early. So, uh other than that, um, the only other news I have is uh, uh, Peter McNabb, um, who's a uh, broadcaster for Colorado, um, really highly uh, involved with the Colorado Avalanche. He just recently uh, uh, went into uh, remission. He did. He had cancer and it went into remission. So congratulations to him and the uh Colorado Avs family and the team itself and the fans, uh, best of luck from all of us here at Will the Puck. And then um, Carey Price, he's doing his off-ice conditioning and training, but most likely will not probably see the ice anytime soon. So that's the only news that I have. So, Uh, Last last bit of news for myself, uh, because I know we're winding down here. it would be uh, a shame if I didn't mention to you guys uh, or you listeners out there that there are only two games left for the Nottingham Lions to play at home. So that's two opportunities to watch uh, live on YouTube. That will be on the 6th of the 
3rd, which is this month, 6th of the month, and the 20th um, against the Solihull Barons and the Whitley, Way, Whitley Bay Warriors, uh, respectively. Um, Solihull game should be fantastic. We've won, uh, The Nottingham Lions have won one, lost one. Um, and as for the Whitley Warriors, uh, we've only played them once, twice before, uh, both of them being losses and big uh, big score lines in both of them, but that was back at the start of the season. Lions have hit some form. They've, they're on a streak of two, win uh, two wins right now after beating the Blackburn Hawks 9-5 and the Solway Sharks uh, in overtime 8-7. If you haven't gone and checked out the highlights, uh, go and check them out on YouTube. It was a bit of a shootout come the end of it, uh, like, I mentioned, like I mentioned at the start. Uh, but the Solihull Barons game will be live on YouTube on the 6th of March. That's next Sunday, as far as I'm aware. So I want to give a loud shout out to uh, my high school uh, varsity boys hockey team. They play tonight, um, section 10 uh, champions. Uh, I believe it's section 10 championships against uh, Canton. Um, I'm going to be heading out there right after work. Um, so more on that next week. Uh, and then also, I want to give a, give a loud shout out to uh, Clarkson U University. Um, they've only had two losses in the last uh, 14 or 15 games. Um, they had a lot loss last weekend, which ended their 11-game uh, win streak. And then this weekend, they played a really tough match on Friday, but they lost that one, but bounced back on Saturday. Um, if you're ever in the North Country during the wintertime and during hockey season, folks, make sure you check out either uh, Clarkson University or sadly enough, I will say St. Lawrence University. Um, <laughs> it's really great hockey up this way, folks. Or if you're even looking for something a little more simpler at a little lesser price, go check out one of the local high school teams. Um, a yep. lot of great talent up this way. Um, a lot of hidden talent. So do you have any small shops or uh, local businesses you want to give a loud shout out to real quick? Um, whilst, I'm thinking, whilst I'm thinking of that, um, I will just quickly say uh, some podcast news. Uh, if you haven't yet gone and checked us out on Facebook, I did a live stream and thinking of alternative um, hockey to watch. I did a live stream of uh, the Nottingham Outlaws taking on the Peterborough Predators um, in a beer league uh, rec <laughs> hockey rec hockey uh, rec hockey game in Peterborough, uh, a place that um, Jeff knows very very well. Oh yeah. Um, so. Head over. There'll be links, I'm sure, over to our Facebook group where you can see the the live stream. Um, look out for more uh, beer league um, commentary coming from uh, Let's Talk Hockey. I loved doing it. It was fantastic. It was great fun. Uh, a bit a bit interesting um, seeing us have gone from semi pro to to rec commentating. It was uh, a lot of turnovers, a lot of turnovers, a lot of turnovers, a lot of breakaways. <laughs> A lot, oh. a lot of stretch, a lot, a lot of fumbles from the goalie, but it was, it was, it was, it was a fantastic laugh, and I loved it. And I do, I, I do ten times more. So if you're a, if you're a rec hockey league or a rec hockey team in the UK and you want your games covering, uh, live streamed or whatever else, uh, hit me up on social medias. You can find me all, all over the place through Let's Talk Hockey or uh, search my name, uh, which is out there um, on, uh, on what. Uh, on what the puck uh, socials so by all means find me out there um as for for local shops and stuff um you know what they're in sheffield they're not completely local to me but i want to shout out the uh the, uh, the boys over at uh, the boys and girls over at puck stop 
um, pro shop in, in Sheffield. They do a lot of stuff for the community. And most recently, they did a uh, own and loan uh, thing with uh, goalie equipment. So for new goalies coming into the game or the guys or guys and girls that just want to try it out, you can go there, rent the kit for uh, for a, a small fee. And then once you've grown out of it or once you have decided that it is or isn't for you, you hand it back to them. They do a cleaning service on, us, on it and it's ready for the next person. So getting more people involved uh, and have more opportunity to play um, uh, to play goalie and play netminder because uh, you, you can attest to this, uh, Jeff, it is not cheap to start playing no. as a goalie. And while you want to be a goalie, I don't know. You got to have less brains and more bronze, and yeah, and a, and a, a few a few pucks of the heads will will we'll sort will sort will we'll sort the week uh, sort the weaker ones out. Don't worry about that. But when you can walk away and be like, "Hey, check out this chair! Check out this chair! Look at this! Look at yeah. this!" Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. You get, you get some strawberry. Yeah, you get some. Uh, you get get some. Uh, put some goose eggs up on the board, like. Make some big pad save. Get a get a windmill glove. It, um, yeah. I've I've done it. I've tried it. I love putting the puck in the net, but every so often it's great just to throw the pads on and uh, exactly. uh, and, and get out there and uh, and deny some deny some benders of some goals. Um, I've been to Puck Stop. Absolutely great store over there in uh, Sheffield. Um, saving me a few times when I went to a couple of uh, Billy <laughs> tournaments and uh, military tournaments. Um, on my end, again, I forgot to mention my high school's name, but um, Messina Red Raiders, if, if you ever get a chance uh, to check them out, uh, feel free. They're on uh, social media. Um, as for me, I want to give a couple of shout outs. Uh, one, I've been saying uh, or shouting out the last couple of shows, uh, my buddy Sam out on Team uh, Syndicate MMA. They have a big fight coming up this summer. I'm going to try to get uh, them on uh, the show or just a couple of interviews just to kind of like get them out there um, to let people know that they are out there. They are out of Colgate, New York, um, which is not, or no, my apologies, Constable. It started with a C and got mixed up with Colgate Constable. Um, so Constable in New York, uh, which is not too far from Messina. Also, make sure you check out his parents' gym at uh, uh, Impact Gym or Impact Fitness uh, Gym. Uh, wow. Impact Gym and Fitness. Um, really great place to go. Um, so make sure you check them out. They're, uh, they're just off the uh, Route 37 uh, near the uh, St. Lawrence Mall. Um, and finally, um, just mentioning hockey uh, places, um, I've mentioned them in the past, but Hacker Sports in Brazier uh, Falls, uh, they're at the uh, Hockey Arena, nice little locally owned uh, shop. Uh, the person uh, opened it up uh, some years back, and he's done a really great job at it. Um, there's a different, uh, there's shirts, t-shirts, hockey tape. There's a few goalie sticks, more uh, player sticks. But make sure you check that out. Uh, again, they're at Brazier. You can find him on Facebook at Hacker Sports. Um, any last uh, notes, uh, Max? No, just keep your, keep your eyes on the uh, appeal for the show. Uh, on our, um, Let's Talk Hockey Socials and stuff. Um, you can subscribe to the um, YouTube channel for the Nottingham Lions. Uh, that will give you notifications as to when the, the live streams are set up and when they go live. So you'll never miss a game or never miss a home game anyway. Yeah. Um, and because of the work that um, the team around me and the social media team of the Nottingham Lions have done over the past couple of years, streaming them games it has now become 
uh, a league-wide funded thing uh, funded thing so for hopefully next season or the season after all teams in um, national division one or national division two will have uh, camera systems in their rink and they will be able to live stream games so hopefully in the next year or year and a half um, you'll be able to pick yourself a team and follow them around for the whole season another team for you hockey fans out there to uh, to follow over here in the uk all right so again um this is jeff from what the puck and uh, Max from What the Puck, and let's talk hockey. Um, and we appreciate you guys uh, listening to us. So on that note, I hope you all have a. Actually, you know what? I forgot to mention where you can find us. Wow, I really am tired. I got to go to work. <laughs> um, you can find What the Puck on all sources of social media, such as uh, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. Just type in the search engine uh, What the Puck. Um, you, if you know our logo, you'll be able to find us real quick. Um, we do have a, a link tree. We don't have a uh, fans only because we all know that most people use fans only on link tree. But I got to look at this face in the mirror every day, and I don't want you guys to have to look at it on OnlyFans. I'm sure Max can agree because he has to look at me the whole entire show. So... <laughs> Right. There's, there's, a, there's, a co- there's a cover over the screen it's like a radio show it's fine <laughs> so, uh, to all you out there listening um, I hope you have a good day good afternoon good evening I hope you had an even better morning but if you listen to both of us falling asleep hopefully one of our sexy voices did make you pass out but don't pass out too soon because we aren't finished yet so until next time this is Jeff and this is Max we'll see you later from What the Puck Podcast